Tonight on True Today, millions of Americans are already seceding through their lifestyle. What does this mean? What's the future of America? What's next? Also, could God be using Trump and all these indictments to actually expose the election fraud of 2020 and 2022? And the FBI Gestapo continues. More evidence they're targeting Christians and conservatives. Don't want to miss tonight's show right now on Truth Today. Well, good evening and welcome to Truth Today with Pastor Sharam Hadi, and I'm so glad you can join us tonight on our program. Um, I know that uh, taking time out of our busy schedules to tune in, especially on a live show, it's not always easy. So we're so grateful for all of you who can join us live tonight on the program. If you're not able to join us live, I want to encourage you to go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, and be able to check out our uh, content there. Also, uh, please subscribe and like uh, if you're able to do that. That would be great. Um, all right. So... Um, Coming back to me there, I think we have an issue there with our, um, with our live stream there for a second. Um, so we also want to encourage you, uh, actually it's okay, we'll, just, we'll, we'll go to the website. You see our website there as well, tiltministry.com, tilministry.com. Please check out our website, check out all our content that's on our website. Also check out our events calendar because actually tomorrow I, I hit the road. I'm going to be in Wisconsin over the weekend, Monday, and then uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be in Minnesota. Please, if you're in those areas, either in the Milwaukee area or in western Wisconsin and Minnesota, please check out our events calendar. We're going to be there. Um, as always, we jump in tonight, and I want to first actually cover our topic tonight before we get into the Bible. Um, this is an interesting topic because it's something that I've actually addressed already with, um, uh, with you guys uh, several months ago. I've been talking about this. Uh, and I saw an, uh, an interesting video this past week, maybe about a week and a half ago, where um, it, it brought this up again. I think this is the, the movement of the Spirit. It's what God is doing in our nation. And here's the title of our show tonight. Millions of Americans are already seceding. Sorry, that's misspelled there. It's actually 1C. But uh, millions of Americans are already seceding from engagement in the nation and looking at their lives and their values and their culture, the, the political arena, all those things we're going to talk about tonight. And I want to start, of course, in the Word of God. We want to start in the Bible and be able to go to the Word of God. It's up at the top there, Drea. Um, so if you can just check it there. There you go. And... Um, Please make sure that we always stay grounded in the Word. And tonight, if you can turn with me to Second Chronicle, I'm sorry, Second Corinthians chapter six. Second Corinthians chapter six. Uh, we're going to pick this up in verse eleven. So if you have your Bibles, you can follow along. The Apostle Paul, again speaking, of course, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, "O Corinthians, to the people of Corinth." Now I have to remember in context, Corinth is a very secular place, right? There's a lot of paganism. There's a lot of um, idol worship going on. And Christians are having a difficult time living there in the midst of that paganism, in the midst of a culture that is not honoring Christ and honoring their newfound faith, this thing called Christianity. And so... Uh, Paul says to them, o, o Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Now in return, for the same I speak as to, a, as to children, you also be open. Because again, they're, they're giving into their own affections, they're giving into their own licentiousness, they're struggling with, with, with wanting to mix their Christian faith along with the secular culture. Does that sound familiar? And so he goes on verse 14, and this is very strong, right? Very, very strong language. Do not be 
unequally yoked with, together with unbelievers. Because the syncretism that was happening, the mixing and blending that was happening within Corinth um, was affecting their witness, was affecting the church, was affecting their faith, was affecting the testimony of Christ and the power, the manifestation of the gospel. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So when we're born again, we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're called to not partake in fellowship with um, unbelievers. Now, what does fellowship mean? It doesn't mean that I don't say hi. It doesn't mean that I'm not cordial. It doesn't mean that I have no relationship. It means that I don't have a deep bond. I don't try to mix my faith with, the, with, with an unbeliever who doesn't share that faith. And so there's a separation that naturally ought to happen when we become Christians. Because the Bible says we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And more and more Christianity and more and more Western Christianity and more and more woke Christianity wants to be like the world. They want to be the world. They want to embrace and, and have the world embrace us. And that's the opposite of what Jesus taught us, the opposite of what the Bible teaches. And so given the context of what was going on in Corinth, Paul is saying, listen, this is a warning. You cannot yoke yourself with unbelievers. You have nothing in common. You cannot have fellowship with lawlessness because we are to stand for righteousness. So when we see lawlessness in our land, we are, we are not to engage it, support it. Um, we're, sp we're supposed to speak out against it. You can't mix light and dark. The light's supposed to go into the dark and shine, not become like the dark. And you can't say, I represent Christ, and also then lust after an antichrist spirit. This is part of why I... In fact, we have this passage on our website when we talk about the dangers of mixing religions and in this case, Christianity and Islam, this whole aspect of interfaith and multi-faith. Because for a Christian to say that I have commonality with a Muslim in our faith, in our belief system, in our scriptures, is to say that you are mixing Christ with Belial because Islam is an anti-Christ spirit. And so then he goes on to say, watch, look at this verse 17. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And this is very real for me in my own testimony because I had to separate myself from my family because my, first of all, my family disowned me. My dad disowned me when I became a Christian. But secondly, I had to separate myself from my family, from my, my old friends, because now my values, the values of Christ, the values of the Bible, the values of my faith could not coexist. And so, that, so it doesn't mean I didn't ever talk to them again. It doesn't mean I was rude to them. It doesn't mean that I don't love them, pray for them. It means that I have no fellowship. I'm not, I cannot coexist. I can't, I, my family did not understand me. My family did not accept me. My family still to this day, 24 years after I became a Christian, has not embraced my faith, does not understand. My mom and dad have passed, but my brother and sister. And then in John chapter 17, watch this in John chapter 17, as Jesus is preparing his believers for his um, passion week, for his departure, for his suffering, for his crucifixion, and he's praying for them. He says in verse 13, John 17, 13, but now I come to you and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given you, I have given them your words to the father. He's, he's saying this to the father. Father, I've given them your word and the world has hated them 
because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Now, watch, watch this, verse 15. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, because again, we're still in this world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Verse 17, sanctify them, sanctify. What does sanctification mean? You're set apart and holy. You're being made righteous and holy every single day if you are pursuing Christ. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. So we're sent in, but we're not of. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. And so I think there's a growing phenomenon that is going to happen that is happening in America that was once a Christian nation that was once founded where almost 40% of our founders quoted the Bible. 29 of the 56 signers of the Declaration were ordained pastors or ministers of the gospel, the Word of God. Our forefathers erected a monument called the Matrix of Liberty where they asserted that without the Bible, without the Ten Commandments, without the Word of God, you can have no liberty. And 247 years later, we've come to the point, and I did a show, oh, I don't know, about two, three months ago, I think, that I was sharing with you um, a word that the Lord spoke to my heart right after, three days after the stolen 20 20 elections, and I know there's a lot of Christians out there will say, ah, stolen, whatever. You're, 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 you're a conspiracy theorist. You're d delusional. That's all right. That's okay. All you got to do is look at the evidence. That's all I'm asking you is look at the evidence. Not what the courts said. Oh, there's no, the courts wouldn't take. No, they never looked at the evidence, and I'll, and I'll get to that later in the show, but I did a show where I shared with you a word that the Lord gave to me about divorce, and it wasn't about divorce in the sense of um, uh, a married couple. It was in the sense of a divorce of our nation. And the show was titled, Are We in the Midst of a National Divorce? Is a National Divorce Coming? And please go back to our Rumble page and please watch this show because I talk about how we are now a tale of at minimum two nations, if not more than two nations. We, have, we are so separated, and, I, and we're going to go through a video tonight that um, I watch that is talking about this concept of seceding. Millions of Americans are already seceding. It's very interesting when you actually look at what's happening. And we're not talking about seceding as in now states declaring secession, although the video talks about that, and, and I'll show you that and highlight that. We're talking about seceding as in individual people, individuals in this nation choosing to separate themselves, particularly if they're Christians, particularly um, if they're wanting to stand for light and salt and righteousness. And others will say, well, you're, you're, you're fleeing, you're abandoning, you're, no, Again, this has got to be based on the calling of God. And so it's very important to understand what's going on. I want to first bring up an article that um, the video was based upon. It is from a uh, website called The New Criterion. Uh, I'd never heard of it, and I don't even necessarily agree with the author of this article, um, but it... it, it uh, was, it's okay, I, I, I'm not sure if we have it, but the new criterion, the article was written by this guy named James uh, Pierison, Pierison, uh, some scholar guy, right? And um, uh, so he is talking about, and I, I don't, right off the bat, I disagree with, with, with something that he says because it starts off by saying the American Civil War decided the question of whether, there it is, of whether states have a right to secede from the American Union. I vehemently degree, uh, uh, disagree. I vehemently disagree with this statement. I vehemently disagree that the, the Civil War decided once and for all 
if states are allowed to secede. Now, they had to fight a war to not allow the secession to happen. It wasn't because of choice. It was because they fought a war, they won a war, and they didn't allow the southern states to secede from the Union. And I don't agree that it was resolved. Because why? Why would I say that? Well, you have to go back to our Declaration. And the Declaration of Independence, which is the birth certificate of this nation, very clearly asserts that the people have a right to alter or abolish any form of government that seems abusive of their rights. And they have an ability to remove their consents. Individually, I have the right to remove my consent. As a collective group, we have a right to remove our consent. As a state, I as, as a county, let me go at the county level, I believe counties have the right to remove their consent. I believe states have a right to remove their consent because the way the union was formed was by states uh, asking to come in. And once they come in, the idea that it has to be an act of Congress the state legislature and the act of Congress really prohibits the, in, the ability for states to say, you know what, we can no longer submit if the, if the federal government becomes tyrannical. So what's the remedy? If, if, if you can't change the federal government as, at the state level and you can't secede, what's the remedy? There is no remedy. And that's not the way that our Constitution was written. That's not the way that our declaration was written. So I, I disagree. But then he goes on to talk about polls saying that only 30%, 8% of Americans say they're patriotic compared to 70% back in 1998. Well, all right. Well, that's not an accident. That's, ha that's been happening intentionally because one, as the government's become corrupt and two, as our corrupt education system has and, and university system has continued continue to bombard uh, uh, put Marxists as teachers and a Marxist communist socialist system, a godless system, take God out of it and continue to put how that America is a racist nation, that America is bigoted and, 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 and we're uh, homophobic and Islamophobic and blah, 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 uh, xenophobic. No wonder patriotism, patriotism has declined. And he talks about um, several reasons why this is going on. Number one, the number of Americans leaving the country to live elsewhere has more than doubled over the past few decades. So the argument is, remember folks, the argument is that while we are not seeing any state secede from the union, the argument is that individual Americans have already chosen to secede. Whether they're leaving the country, in this case, where he's saying that... Uh, more from, it has gone from 4 million in 1999 to 9 million in 2023 that have left America. Every four years, many prominent Americans threaten to move if the candidate from the opposing party is elected to the presidency, right? We hear that, you know, um, I'm leaving America, whatever. But it is talking about the fact that individual Americans are also choosing to move, to relocate. And when we relocated to Tennessee based on the calling of God, we believe that God was calling me and my family to, the, to a concept that there was going to be a, a, a consolidation happening of liberty-loving Christians, conservatives, and patriots. There's a map that I want to bring up here that is a map that I show all the time where I believe God is consolidating Christians who love liberty. Go ahead and please bring this up, Jariah. And so whether it's in East Tennessee, where we are, or it could be in Idaho or Oklahoma or Texas or Florida or some of these places where it seems like there's pockets of consolidation. There's pockets of consolidation that uh, are intentional. It's not an accident. It didn't happen accidentally. It is intentional because it is the movement of God's spirit in leading people like me. I didn't flee the state of Washington uh, because I was afraid. I would have stayed there if God had said stay. We left Washington State because of the fact that we believe that we were supposed to go and help build something. Help build places of refuge and sanctuary. In fact, right when I got, before I even moved, 
in April of 2020, when we were down here in East Tennessee, scouting out where we were gonna buy a house, my friend and I, Brandon House, who is now with Frank Speech and Lindell TV, Worldview Weekend, we put together a website called Sanctuary States for Liberty. And I'm gonna bring it up here so you can see it if you wanna visit it. And this website was all about the fact that we believe that God was leading, go ahead and please bring it up, that God was leading us to create certain states or maybe counties where they would be places of sanctuary for liberty, sanctuary for freedom, sanctuary for constitutional rights, sanctuary for standing for the unborn, the Second Amendment, and so forth and so on. Because our, our, our and can you actually go back to that for a second, Dry? I wanted to show them the George Washington quote, because this quote was so incredibly important. The time is near at hand, which must determine whether Americans are to be free or slaves, free men or slaves. Liberty, property, life, and honor are all at stake upon your courage and conduct rest the hopes of our bleeding and insulted country, George Washington, 1776. And you saw the, the website there, sanctuarystatesforliberty.com. I encourage you to go check it out. But we put that together in April of 2020 before Patriot Church was started, before our Patriot Network of East Tennessee was started. And speaking of our Patriot Network of East Tennessee, by the way, our next meeting is coming up uh, Monday, August 21st uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and we usually live stream it on our website right here at tilministry.com. Not on Rumble, but on our website. And we put together the Patriot Network of East Tennessee for liberty-loving Christians who want to stand together, build community, prepare for the days ahead, uh, be dependent on one another and on God rather than on the government, and, and, and um, prepare for persecution. Prepare, prepare for any hardship and, and be a body of believers and build alternative systems like for food supplies, healthcare, education, uh, safety, communications. And I'll perhaps reference that later. So this article goes on to talk about uh, the move of millions of Americans who have abandoned public schools. That um, the number of homeschooling students has quadrupled over the past 20 years, from 1 million in the year 2000 to nearly 4 million this year. The number of students enrolled in charter schools has more than doubled from 1.7 million in 2010 to 3.7 million in 2021. As more families seek alternatives to the, he says, traditional public schools, we know these are government indoctrination camps now. The public schools uh, have long played an important role in promoting American citizenship, but not anymore, right? Because they just promote wokeism and Marxism and hating America. It says Americans, number three, have abandoned the workforce in unprecedented numbers. The labor force rate in the U.S. has dropped by nine, uh, by, by about six to seven percent, a decline of eight to nine million workers and a workforce force of 165 million. Now, how, how, these eight to nine million are now supporting themselves. Good question, right? Welfare, unemployment, I mean, that runs out. Now what? Working under the table. Gun ownership has surged over the past few years as an unprecedented 7.5 million Americans purchased guns for the first time between 2019 and 2021. Most gun owners cited self-protection as the main reason for their purchase, yet I think the real reason would be that they are also very leery of their government. And then the most alarming trend, young Americans are no longer volunteering to serve in the military to the extent they did just a few years ago. The U.S. Army, Navy, Air Force recently announced that they, oh, sorry, that they um, will fail to meet the requirements of active duty strength because it has failed to meet its recruiting goals by 25%. Now, could that have anything to do with the wokeism in the military? Again, the hatred of America? The falling of patriotism? All of the above? When our military is promoting abortion and cross-dressing and transgenderism? And so I want to go to um, a video uh, by Dr. Steve Turley. Dry, if we can cue this up and have it ready, please. This is the video that I also watched that kind of goes along with the article. 
that's talking about millions of Americans are already seceding. Now remember again, we're, we're talking about individual secession, but you're gonna see in the video, and we're gonna, we're gonna play a part of it, we'll, we'll, we'll kinda comment, and we'll come back and play a little bit more. It's about an eight, it's about almost a nine minute video, so we'll kinda break it up, but you're gonna see in the video that uh, it gets into uh, counties seceding, it gets into states talking about secession, it gets into what people are doing. So the secession, folks, is already underway. The, the, the divorce is already underway. That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. So let's watch about the first three minutes, and then we'll come back and comment. Dry, go ahead and please start the video. Hey, gang, it's me, Dr. Steve, your Patriot professor, and scholars are noting a fascinating development going on with secession. Now, we tend to think of secession, of course, in pretty dramatic terms, like what we saw with the Civil War back in the 1860s. But scholars have noted that there are far more subtle ways that populations can secede or separate themselves from what's referred to as the national enterprise. And what's so interesting here is that this intentional separation is happening at all kinds of levels in a number of sectors of society. And it's happening with both the political left and the political right. In fact, the cultural identities and political programs of blue states and red states are so fundamentally at odds. It really does appear that we're becoming two fundamentally different countries within a single nation. And so many of us are carving out micro nations within the larger nation so as to be able to live out our values, particularly our values of faith, family, and freedom. All the while, the larger federal enterprise has gone insanely woke. And scholars are pointing to a number of examples of this, shall we call it uh, soft secession. First and foremost, we're seeing a dramatic shift in where people are intentionally living. And it's not just a mass exodus from blue states to red states. That's certainly happening. But it's actually even more concentrated than that. We're seeing a mass exodus from blue counties to red counties. A new report just published by Issues and Insights found that a huge number of people are moving out of counties that voted for Biden into counties that voted to reelect Donald Trump. The census data shows that almost 2.6 million residents left blue counties and moved to red counties since Biden was elected. In fact, more than 61% of the 555 counties that voted for Biden, over 330 of those counties, lost population due to people moving out. By contrast, of the over 2,500 counties that Trump won, 65% gained population. So it's a virtual one-to-one -one correlation. For every one person Biden counties lost, Trump counties gained. So people are increasingly self-segregating and moving closer to those who share their values and in effect seceding, separating themselves, who they consider antithetical to their political and cultural values. And now... We're seeing the political. All right. So I want to stop there. And I just want to address, again, what uh, Dr. Steve Turley is, of course, responding to the article. And, and I couldn't agree with him more. Uh, so first, the first thing he says that's very interesting. I was writing, making some notes uh, here, my little card while this was going on. He said that we're becoming, uh, where we're seeing kind of micro nations. And this is the concept that we're promoting again with our Patriot Networks. One more time, Drive, we can bring that up. The idea of our Patriot Networks is that, uh, and our next meeting being August 21st, if you want to uh, tune in live or if you're in the Knoxville area, come join us 7 o'clock, August 21st at uh, 7 p.m. The idea of our, of our uh, Patriot Networks is the fact that we believe that potentially there could be these kind of um, Goshens, as the Bible calls them, areas of refuge, sanctuary places of liberty, whether it's counties or a city or a community, uh, across maybe several counties, like we have in East Tennessee here, uh, or we have like um, uh, one of our churches that we partner with in, in Southern Cal or in uh, Bakersfield, California, where they're trying to do this within their own church, where you're kind of creating the idea of a micronation and this idea of a soft secession. Uh, I think it's more than a soft secession. I think it's, it, it's, it's kind of a, a, a medium secession now. Uh, very soon could be a hard secession, given where we go with our federal government corruption and what happens in the 2024 election. Because here's why. 
given what he is saying that 2.6 million people have fled blue counties. Only This is inc incredible. Only 555 counties voted for Biden, if you believe all the results. 2,589 counties voted for Trump, yet he still lost. Now, I know that, okay, some people say, oh, well, Sharam, you, you got to look at the, the big counties, right, where the, all the population bases, the big counties have all the population. Yes, but this one-to-one -one fleeing, 61% fled, 65% coming in. So 61% leaving the, leaving the blue counties and going to the red counties that voted for Trump, 65% going to those counties. That's got to translate into election results. That's why Florida, folks, that's why Florida had a massive landslide. Because so many people who are uh, freedom-minded, again, he said values of uh, faith, freedom, and um, I can't remember the next, the, the third one, but uh, anyway, those values, you know, I would say God, faith, freedom, liberty, um, self-governance, all those values that we have, those values, people migrated to Florida because Florida cleaned up their elections in a massive way under DeSantis as governor. And I like him as governor. I think his, his, his presidential campaign is falling apart. And I really think he needs to just stay and, and, and lead Florida as a great governor. But that's why Florida had a massive, he won by 4 million votes. When in 2018, he won by like 30,000 or 50,000 or something. It was, it was a minuscule margin. How does that happen? And that's what should have happened in Ohio, uh, which, which it did to some extent. That's what happened in Texas, which it did to some extent. So those states saw that. They saw much higher numbers, but that also should have happened in Arizona. It should have happened in Georgia if there wasn't fraud, election fraud, okay? So let's see if we can try to pick up the video. We'll see if it starts. Uh, I was around 2.33 on the video. And um, if we can go back and you want to just bring it to about, uh, uh, yep, that, right about there is good. And let's pick it up here at that point. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, uh, when you're ready. Here we go. ...to be known as Second Amendment sanctuaries. Since their inception during the Obama era, Second Amendment sanctuaries promised safe haven for gun owners with law enforcement officials promising to protect rather than violate their Second Amendment rights. Since their inception, Second Amendment sanctuaries have exploded across the nation such that today the vast majority of all counties in the country have officially designated themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries. Nearly 2,000 of the just over 3,000 counties have designated themselves pro-gun counties. In addition, countless sheriffs across the nation have pledged to uphold the Second Amendment, including every single sheriff in the state of Utah. Which, of course, begs the question, what are you doing to uphold your Second Amendment rights? If you're a patriot and you're not prepared to defend your home and your family, you have got to click on the link below right now and visit our good friends over at Countrywide Concealed and get your concealed carry permit once and for all. I know if you're like me, you've been putting it off, right? You wanted to do it. You've always meant. To I know if you're like me. All right. Uh, so the, the video has a little bit of an ad for this Countrywide Concealed. Actually, I need to look that up. I'm going to write that down. Countrywide concealed because um, uh, the the um, premise is, is that you can go and do this online concealed carry class, I think, wherever you are. And then uh, he said that in about 84% of the country you can carry. Uh, so that's a very interesting thing. Countrywide concealed, check it out. But uh, the point is, two-thirds of U.S. counties are now Second Amendment. Um, and what's interesting here in Tennessee is August 21st, the same day that we have our Patriot Network meeting, is the same day that Governor Bill Lee here has announced a special session where he wants to put forth these red flag laws and other, other issues where they want to be able to take the DNA. Our good friend at Tennessee Stands just did an article on this, Gary Humble. If you go to TennesseeStands.com, if you're here in the state of Tennessee, where he went and, and uh, talked about the different things that are being proposed in this abbreviated special session rather than doing this 
in the in the sunlight of a regular session where there can be committee hearings and testimony and, and so forth and so on. This is going to be very abbreviated. They already have done a lot of the squabbling, I guarantee you, behind the scenes. And he talks about that There's uh, the governor wants to propose that if you're charged with a felony, any felony, you must mandatorily give your DNA, not if you're convicted of a felony, but you're charged of a felony. They want to do mental health. They want to, you know, uh, they'll throw a couple of good things in there, like like hardening school safety, which we agree with, uh, helping mental health, which we agree with. But then these red flag laws, the so-called protection orders that are really red flag laws. So here we have in Tennessee, that should be one of the one of the largest, not only a sanctuary counties, Second Amendment sanctuary counties, but a sanctuary state for the Second Amendment. And yet he is going and putting it on the line to try to push this leftist agenda. Um, so we'll see how that goes here in Tennessee. But I thought that was very interesting to be able to um, have that. Now, I want to pick up here, um, Drya, if we can fast forward to about 4.43 in the video. Could you do that for me? And we'll pick up here because this is, gets really interesting now. Really interesting. Um, uh, where he's going to get into some of these counties that are wanting to... Uh, yeah, just before that. Just before that, if you can go back just a hair there. Yeah, right there. So now let's pick this up. Right about there, listen, and we'll, and we'll just play it to the end. All right, let's go. Millions of patriots who've taken back their rights with Countrywide Concealed today. With the rise of Second Amendment sanctuaries, more and more counties are beginning to reassert their sovereignty even when it comes to their borders. Just a few weeks back, residents of Wallowa County in eastern Oregon came out in mass and voted to become the 12th Oregon County to secede from their state with the hopes of joining their neighboring red state, Idaho, which is now being dubbed the Greater Idaho Movement. Twelve counties and counting several more counties are scheduled to hold similar votes in the near future, which means that all told, we're talking half of Oregon's counties, half are preparing to secede from their state and join up with Deep Red Idaho. And the Idaho legislature is all for it. And it's not just the greater Idaho movement. Look at this. 27 counties in Illinois have passed pro-secession referendums. And of course, the Republican Party of Texas has endorsed a vote on Texit, a referendum that would effectively recalibrate Texas as a sovereign nation. But again, there's even more subtle ways Americans are seceding from a system they believe to be, at least at this point, incurably corrupt. For example, we're seeing a mass exodus from our public schools. The number of homeschooled students has quadrupled over the past two decades, from 1 million in the year 2000 to nearly 4 million this year. The number of students enrolled in charter schools has more than doubled from 1.7 million in 2010 to 3.7 million in 2021. And it's not just students, it's teachers, it's administrators. There's nothing short of a mass exodus from woke public schools, which points to an even wider secessionist phenomenon. And that's, of course, the rise of a parallel economy. We're seeing the rise of parallel news media like what we do here on this channel, parallel social media like the new Patriot-based Twitter or True Social, parallel currencies like crypto, parallel colleges, conservative colleges. We've got parallel payment processing systems, parallel medical insurance like healthcare cost-sharing organizations, parallel job finder sites like our good friends Red Balloon, made up completely of anti-woke companies. We could go on and on. we got parallel satellites that Elon Musk has been putting up in outer space. He's even talking about creating an entire parallel phone and telecommunicative system. But as you can see, it's all part of this larger soft secessionist trend that deliberately seeks to separate in order to protect and preserve the timeless values that we love. And if what's happening right now at all levels of society is any indicator, those values will only further flourish in the future. Hey gang, I know what it's like to feel alone out there in these turbulent times, but I... All right, folks. Wow. All right. So again, uh, as I've been saying, and I've sensed in my spirit, 
that the Lord is already doing this. So, so again, going back to that show that we did, are we in the midst of a national divorce? If we can bring that up one more time, uh, I think the answer has to be yes. We are in the midst of a national divorce. We are in the midst, as you just saw in the article, uh, in the article and in the video. Um, uh, uh, he says soft secession. Again, I, I believe it's more than just a soft secession at this point. With uh, because he said it, he said we are witnessing an incurably corrupt government. Like even it, folks, folks, even if Trump is allowed to run for 2024. And even if we have an election that we have not solved the fraud in our election system, number one, I don't think they're gonna, there's no, they're not gonna let him win. And God would have to intervene again for that to happen, which is possible. We have to obviously pray. But even if he gets in, do you really believe that he's just gonna, everything's just gonna fix, boom, overnight. All of this evil, all of this corruption, all of these things, folks, do you really believe that that's just gonna happen overnight? It has taken decades to get to this place and all this corruption. And so I agree. I think we're incurably corrupt as a government, certainly as a federal government, um, you, you, you saw what he said. This is incredible. Half of the counties in Oregon have now voted to secede. There are several counties in eastern Washington that have voted to secede and join Idaho or start another one. We have the, uh, the, the state of um, Jefferson, I believe, that is North California. They've, been vo they've voted to secede. 27 counties in Illinois. And then, of course, the state of Texas. I've continually said that if Texas secedes, if Texas secedes, then other states will follow suit. Very few that have the guts to do it. But I do believe it will happen. And there's some who argue, well, Texas is the only one based on their charter that can constitutionally secede. But wait a second. If Texas can secede, then why can't other states secede? They've given up that right because they've passed laws. I think we go back to our foundation. I would go back to removing consent. And uh, then he talked about the public schools. This is why, by the way, we had our good friend Alex Newman on. Uh, I did a show. Uh, we have an image there, Dry. I did a show with Alex. Um, was that Tuesday, I believe? Last week? Yeah. It, or no, I'm sorry. Last Thursday night. Last Thursday night, we had Alex live. And so I want to encourage you to go watch that show. Fantastic show. Fantastic guest. And... Remember, he was talking about uh, his website that he has, publicschoolexit.com, publicschoolexit.com. And then also, um, he, in the video, he's talking about parallel systems. Well, again, what are we talking about with the Sanctuary States for Liberty? What are we talking about with our Patriot Networks? We have been talking about alternative systems, parallel systems, parallel education, homeschooling, Christian schools, charter schools, parallel... Uh, marketplace for food supply, for bartering, um, uh, currency, alternative currency. He said crypto, gold, silver, other precious metals, alternative currency. We've been talking about alternative healthcare systems, right, with our exodus and other systems. What are we talking about with regards to communications where we are practicing and practicing and practicing uh, ham radio and GMRS and alternative communications so that once they shut these down or, you, or you're going to be, you already are tracked, everything you do is tracked and listened to. Alternative uh, economy, communication, I mean, all these things that he's talking about is what God is doing. This is exactly what we're talking about. This is why I have been working on this for the last at least 12 years. Since 2012, after I ran for governor, I have been working on these alternative systems, on parallel systems, on Patriot Networks, on bringing believers together to form community, like the idea of those micronations, and prepare, not because we want to secede, but because we must separate and live out our faith. And we have now a system and a government that is not doing that. And... and Perfect example, uh, Dry. Let's go to the article 
uh, about the FBI, Washington Stand article about the FBI. Uh, we knew this, this is going on, but now multiple FBI offices have now been shown they're targeting American Catholics and Christians. New evidence is suggesting that the FBI's attempts to spy on American Catholics and Christians were more pervasive than originally stated, and the agency's director may have lied under oath. According to a letter from Representative Jim Jordan and Representative Mike Johnson from Louisiana, FBI Director Christopher Wray, uh, documents of the federal law enforcement agency provided to legislators showed that, the, uh, uh, that an FBI memo detailing plans to spy on, quote, radical traditionalist Catholics did not originally solely with the Richmond field office as Ray insisted under oath in the hearing. I watched that video. Instead, multiple field officers were repeatedly involved, namely in Portland and Los Angeles. New information suggests that the FBI use, FBI's use of its law enforcement capabilities to intrude on Americans' First Amendment rights is more widespread than initially suspected and reveals inconsistencies with the testimony. There should be no, no, no surprise that the FBI is so corrupt, that the Department of Justice is so corrupt. That's why we call the FBI the Gestapo. And as a former police officer and as one who has many, several friends who are former FBI agents, it grieves me at the state of our law enforcement in, in this nation. Grieves me. And why are people leaving these blue states and these blue counties? Because they are insane. Look at this article about Minneapolis, right? This is from Gateway Pundit. Law and disorder. The city of Minneapolis is losing police officers faster than they can hire them. Surprise, surprise, like Gomer Pyle used to say, what do you expect when you talk about defunding police and hating police and hating law, rule of law and law of order? You're not going to get good people to become cops. And then they're sold out like in the George Floyd debacle. Um, their, their numbers are down. 220, 273 officers have left the department. They've only hired 117. There are 156 officers down. This is a major problem for the city of Minneapolis leading to more crime, more violence, more gangs, more drug usage. And that's not even ref at all addressing the Islamic element where you have the Islamic Somali gangs that are operating in Cedar Riverside in the suburbs of Minneapolis. Here you have a, uh, let's go to the article. Where is that article? Chicago. Can we go to that one, Gateway Pundit? Chicago. Uh, right there, spends more than $100 million on harboring illegals. But they, don't, they won't say where the money went. And this is uh, just the same as now in New York with the mayor there in San Francisco, in Austin, Texas, in, in, in Atlanta, all these places around the country that are harboring all these illegals that are coming in. Illegal aliens, as their le uh, the actual terminology is, the legal terminology. And uh, what do you think happens in those cities? Rampant crime, violence, drug use, rape, child trafficking, sex trafficking, all those things that come with an unsecured border. Of course, go see Sound of Freedom. Unbelievable movie before it leaves the theaters. Go see it. It surpassed $150 million. Unbelievable. We need to have a movement um, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, you know, what do you expect? Oh, here's one more. Let's go to the Geller article, please, Drya. Sick and evil. Why are people leaving California? Sick and evil. Los Angeles school schools create sex clubs in elementary school, in elementary school to indoctrinate children into the LGBTQ perversion. The normalization of pedophilia and sexualizing of children is, should be, ought to be, the article says, and I agree 100%, a declaration of war, unimaginable evil, must be defeated at all costs. We must fight for our children at all costs. And that's why so many people are seceding and leaving states like Washington and, and California and Oregon and Illinois and New York because they're murdering babies. 
One of the other things that the, that the video or the article didn't talk about is part of the secession is because you now have states that have completely banned abortion like here in Tennessee and states like Washington and California and Oregon and New York and Illinois and uh, Minnesota that are now allowing murdering children up to birth and even beyond. An abomination, unconscionable evil. A genocide that is happening. Look at this article again. Uh, please go read it from the Geller Report. It will make you absolutely sick. Sick. Clubs for LGBTQ elementary schools and their friends. The guide says it's a space for celebrating many types of identities, including lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, non-binary, queer, questioning intersex, ace, and two-spirit identities. Um, rainbow clubs teaching children about LGBTQ plus liberation. This is indoctrination at the highest level. And so if you're a Christ follower, you, are, you, are you going to continue to allow your children into that environment? Or is it time to bring them out? Is it time for publicschoolexit.com? Is it time to homeschool? Is it time for Christian schools? Is it time? Come, come out from among them separate ourselves because we are not being salt and light in that environment. The environment is corrupted. It's, it's, it's broken. It's changing. So we can go on and on and give so much evidence of where our nation's at. Again, a tale of two nations, three nations, four nations. But the bottom line is that the evidence is at hand, folks, that this secession is already underway. And if the governments won't, won't do it, even though all these counties are, are voted at the county level to secede, many of those states, you, you, you think the legislature in Oregon is going to let those, those half of those counties secede and go and join Greater Idaho? You think the legislature in Washington or in, um, in uh, 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 Illinois is going to let them secede? No. You think this Congress is going to allow to form the 51st, 52nd, 53rd, 54th state, the state of Jefferson, the state of West, Eastern Washington. N no, they're not going to allow it. They're not going to ever vote for it because they want the control. They want the power. They want the manipulation and they want the, the money and the resources. Because Southern California wouldn't, wouldn't survive without Northern California or Western Washington or Western Oregon wouldn't survive without the resources of Eastern Washington and Eastern Oregon. They're never going to allow it. It is going to have to either be fought for or we continue to quote-unquote soft secede and speak with our mouth and speak with our dollars and speak with our, our where we live and who we associate with and how we stand and organizing and forming networks of believers, Christians, conservatives, patriots that stand for our values, stand for America, stand for freedom, stand for liberty, stand for our constitutional republic. They're the ones who are not standing for the republic. We don't want to separate because we don't love the republic. We lo I love the republic. They're the ones who are actually seceding because they're the ones who are for lawlessness corruption, crime, every degenerate, immoral, destroying our children, mutilating children with gender assignment and, and, and abortion and so forth and so on. These are evil days. Remember, we're in the last days. And remember one more thing. America, in my opinion, is not in Bible prophecy. America, in my opinion, will not stand. If we get a reprieve, it will be because of God's mercy and it'll be because God's people are praying. I do believe, again, in pockets of awakening. I do believe in pockets of revival. And I think that revival is coming because people are segregating themselves. They're moving about. That consolidation, God is doing it. And for those who are called to stay behind, for those who are called to continue to live, you're, what, what are you seeing? You're seeing the movement within counties where they're moving from a county to a county. And if you ultimately feel really called to stay 
in one of those blue counties, then God bless you and I pray for you and I pray that God will equip you and empower you to be an absolute missionary in the darkness because that's what you are. That's what you are. And you got to live that way. You got to stand that way. You got to be ready to stand as salt and light and be, go against the flow. Because if you're not willing to go against the flow, you'll get assimilated. And so, are we in the midst of a national secession? I don't know what it's going to look like, but I think we're already seeing what it's looking like. I, I mean, let me say this way. I don't know what it's going to look like politically, but if this trend of 65% moving into the 2,589 red counties that voted for Donald Trump, 2.6 million fleeing, if that continues, and it will, and the window is short, meaning if God's calling you to move, obey and move. And if God's calling you to stay, obey and stay and occupy. But if you're, if you're called to move, come and move. Come and join us. Go to our website one more time, Drya, Sanctuary States for Liberty. Check it out. Check out the areas. Check out our Patriot Networks. Form your own Patriot Network. Get a group of like-minded people together in your own area and form a Patriot Network. Um, I want to encourage you, again, watch the show with Alex Newman. Also want to encourage you a couple of shows that you must watch. We had an unbelievable interview with Pastor Archer Pulowski on um, Tuesday's show. It's on Rumble. If we can bring that image up, please dry up. Uh, Canada from freedom and hope to tyranny and dictatorship. Canada from hope and freedom to tyranny and dictatorship. Powerful, powerful uh, interview with Pastor Archer Pulowski. Please go watch it. Please go watch it. And then also uh, Tuesday, because tomorrow, please come back to me dry. Tomorrow, uh, I'm leaving again for, for Wisconsin and then on to Minnesota. So next week we'll have pre-recorded shows um, but Tuesday, we have a great show with a good friend of mine, Melissa Hooray. Uh, can we bring up her picture there? Uh, this is Melissa Hooray. Uh, she used to be an um, investigative journalist, or she was a journalist, Emmy award-winning journalist. Um, she shared a powerful story of her testimony. Uh, if we can bring up her book cover, uh, she has a book that is called From Blackout to Blessing. She was talking about that she was a absolute, absolute drunk, uh, addicted to, 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 to alcohol, uh, would pass out, black out. She gave her life to the Lord at a young age and the Lord did not give up on her. But powerful testimony. That will be aired on our Tuesday show, Tuesday at noon Eastern time. We'll be airing that interview that I did with Melissa. And then Thursday, we'll have another show that will be aired. Probably one of my sermons that I just recently did will be there. Uh, or, or uh, oh, 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 good news, good news, good news. Today... We just got our brand new DVD today. Got it in the mail. I should have brought a copy. Forgive me. One World Religion Rising. We have them now in hand. So if you want to get your copy, go right now to our website, tilministry.com. Go to the order page and order your copy or copies of One World Religion Rising. Brand new. I just watched, some, watched it myself. Looks great. Uh, we're excited for that brand new DVD. We have a new, another one we'll be uh, working on, recording and bringing out in the next few months called The Battle Between Obeying God and Government. Of course, don't forget our still new DVD, uh, The Great Pushback, where you can go and order your copy of The Great Pushback, Preparing the End Time Church Account of the Great Reset. Please go order that one as well. Powerful DVDs. Uh, we're going to be bringing those on the road, but... Um, I think what we're going to try to do on our Thursday show is I want to play the first maybe 45 minutes, 50 minutes of the One World Religion, and, and uh, we, we're going to play it free, and uh, that way, if you like it, go get a copy. So uh, we're going to see if we can, we can make that work on our Thursday show. Um, and folks, listen, if you want to keep us on the air, if, you, if you're uh, supportive of this program, if, if you're grateful for the content, would you please go to our website, tilministry.com slash donate, tilministry.com slash donate right here 
uh, please visit that page. You can make a one-time donation via uh, online, or if you want to mail in a check on that page, you'll see this page that is our uh, donate page that has our address, PO Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee 37802. Please make checks to Truth and Love or Truth and Love Ministry. And then we also have the option, if you want to join us on a more long-term basis, of our Gideon Army of 300, where you can join uh, to pray for us on a monthly basis and support us on a monthly basis, any amount, $5 or up. Any amount, $5 or up is a blessing to this ministry, folks. And so uh, would you prayerfully consider that? Keep us on the air. And uh, I pray tonight's show has stirred your heart. Uh, God's moving, folks. God's moving. This is not an accident. All this is happening. It's not an accident that he led us to East Tennessee to create these patriot movements. But uh, we got to stand and occupy wherever we're called to be. We are in the la last minutes of the last days. The Lord could come back in any moment for his bride. But we got to stand and occupy until the Lord comes. And so, Lord bless you. Have a blessed weekend. Pray for us as we travel. Uh, pray for my family when they're here and pray for me as I travel to Minnesota and Wisconsin, some hotbeds of the left, as I just showed you what's going on in Minneapolis. In fact, we're gonna be just south of Minneapolis by about 15, 20 minutes or so, maybe 30 minutes max, in a community called Apple River there, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, uh, the August the 16th. All of that is on our website, tilministry.com, uh, under our events calendar. Check it out. Get the word out. Uh, thank you for being with us tonight. Pastor Sean Hadian with Truth Today and Truth and Love Ministry. Have a blessed weekend, and we'll see you next week. God bless.